Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. We'll get the little snack baggies and they're helping me put the portions into the snack baggie so they're aware of what a, a serving size is and what the, the portion should be. Um, and then we're putting them into the little snack baggies and then I put those away. So anytime they want a snack, they know to just grab one of those bags. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You? A podcast about feeding us kids. I'd like to kiss you. Hi, I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Megan, Megan, Megan. Sometimes I just want to do an echo for you. Sometimes I want to be like, and this is Stacy. Like, but say it's your vo- in your voice. And we did that one. We did that once. I don't know if people appreciate it. Because people like get we're not allowed up. to have this much fun making a podcast. <laughs> I mean, then we wouldn't do it. <laughs> It's true. A, it's a lot true. of work, Megan. True. Hey, speaking of which, we are so thankful to one of the this week's sponsors, Cabot Cheese, because sponsors like Cabot make our show possible. So let's take a quick break and hear from them. Hey, Megan. Did you know that my absolute favorite moment in Didn't I Just Feed You History is when you declared, Cheese me! It's funny because it's true. We both love cheese. It's delicious, creamy, rich, and a fantastically easy way to add flavor to anything from tacos to casseroles to sandwiches. It's also a no-brainer source of protein. It's true, but the only challenge is that it can be hard to find a high-quality cheese that the kids like that's also affordable and convenient. That's why we love Cabot cheese so much. Not only do Cabot cheeses hit all those marks, but they're a 100-year-old cooperative owned by farm families throughout New England and New York. 
100% of their profits go back to the farmers. That's so cool. And also all cabbage cheddars are 100% naturally lactose-free, naturally aged, and naturally gluten-free too. And they come in blocks, pre-sliced, and pre-shredded, which you know I love. I love those slices too. Even more, Cabot is a certified B Corporation dedicated to sustainability. There's nothing not to love about them. For our favorite Cabot products, check out our show notes and be sure to visit Cabot at cabotcheese.coop. All right, Stacey, let's get into it. Today we're talking about snacks and we have an awesome guest, Andrea or Andy from Beautiful Eats and Things. And she's also a nutritionist. And so she talks to us about nutrition components of snacks. But before we get into all that goodness, I want to know, do you have an I love it this week? I do. I do. And it's kind of basic, but I'm kind of a basic AF when it really comes down to it. I know you know that about me, Megan, but do, I don't does know. everyone I else? I always think of Stacey as extra. I, I, but <laughs> but extra in a way that makes me so basic. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, glitter. Let, why don't you um, tell us oh, so that we things. can decide whether this is extra okay. or basic? Hey. So totally related to this week's topic on snacks, <laughs> I feel like... I just needed to like burn it all down after summer. Like, all right, like we're, we're, we're cinching it up. (laughs) Like, uh, come on with the sugar guys, like relax and the dessert and the, this and that, and like not paying attention. So I just completely reorganized my pantry. I decided actually to take a cue from Catherine McCord of Weelicious, who was our very first Didn't I Just Feed You guest. And I created a little smoothie area of my pantry and I just like bought a ton of new snacks. So here's the thing. We've talked about this in our last snack episode. Store-bought snacks can be very expensive. They're also necessary. So I've been looking for like, should I start going to Costco? Like, what should I do? Now, the thing is, I'm going to admit I am a privileged person who also gets to write off my taxes when it comes to groceries. So the combination of the two, like my smoothie pantry has some basic stuff, but I also have like goji berries and I don't know, spirulina, right? And that can really add up and isn't available at places like Costco. And I wanted a one-stop shop where I could also get good prices. And this is not a sponsor, but seriously, I did a huge shop at Thrive Market. OMG, Stacey. The kitchen gals were just talking about this morning, Thrive Market. I Yeah. I mean, I know people have talked about it for a while now. This is not a new, but I didn't realize that you pay like, I think it's $30 for the whole year. And as you go through and buy, it shows you how much money you've saved versus buying like typical retail, like in a brick and mortar supermarket. I bought like $300 worth of stuff to pack my pantry that I think is going to last me like three weeks. And I saved over $250. Woot. Yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty psyched. So I've only done it once. I told myself I would try it two times, then look at the math. See if I really did save, do a little comparison. So I'm tracking. 
but I'm really happy with, with their options and with the pricing. So I'm down with Thrive Market now. Okay. I will say right when we moved to Boise, I was using Thrive Market a lot because I didn't really have my bearings on like where to buy my groceries, but I was also using them to buy a lot of like um, household items, not food, like yeah. our Mrs. Myers and our laundry soap. And I, that was one thing that like made me stop using Thrive Market. Although I'm interested in, in doing it again. And I'll tell you why in just a sec was that I found that I could get, once I got my bearings and I figured out like where to do my shopping, that I could get my household items for a little bit cheaper at Target with my red card discount. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I stopped using Thrive and then recently I've been like, oh, I should get back on it because I really like their house brand of like taco seasoning and they have canned beans and things like that. And the pricing is just so great. Yes. Yes. And I have to say that like, I mean, maybe because it's post-summer, but like I went crazy on the snacks because my kids are eating snacks like like it's going out of style always, but crazy growth spurts. And I don't know, like I I was like, I'm just gonna do it. And I almost I almost feel like it keeps me in check too with the choices I make. Yeah. Because the options are kind of already vetted to be. I'm saying healthier in quotation marks. <laughs> better after for last you. week's better, better for you, you after last week's junk food episode. Let's not go down that Wait, rabbit hole again. We want to know what kind of things you ordered from. Yeah, Thrive. we want receipts. Stacey. Okay, I. But you know what? Like <laughs> this is. Do you have an I love it? Because I feel like this gets into the snack episode. I think I, we are going to like share what we are I, stocking our pantries with. Yeah, these days. I don't have an I love it. Okay. This week. Is we, I was saying off the recording, I always think of stuff and I'm like, oh, that would make a great, I love it. And then I totally forget about it when it's time to record. So if I think of something, I'll throw it in the show notes. Like, Didn't I just feed you.com? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So okay. tell us what you ordered from Thrive. So we're going to speak to Andrea. We call her Andy because we're down with she said Andy. her friends could call her. Andy. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like <laughs> we're friends with her now. I um, don't think she agrees, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, well, she's not on the recording she's anymore, very, Megan. I know <laughs> she's, she's very po- very polite. She's, and she's southern, which I love, lovely and smart. And she'll talk to us about like the nutrition and this and that. So we're gonna get into it. Ooh, and we kind of needed that after the junk food episode, but we really did. Um. <laughs> So like, I just was trying to make like slightly better for you and to have lots of options. I really am a big proponent of tree nuts and peanuts because we can do that safely in our house, at least when we're just, it's my family around. So I try to stock the pantry with that stuff because I think that's really great on weekends and before sports practices. But then I also needed to get a bunch of stuff that was school safe, which for me means not even sesame seeds. Yeah. Okay. So I got a bunch of granola bars. Okay. And we're going to get to it. We were not paid to like be extra about made good, but they're one of my favorite brands. And I stocked up on made good because, well, you guys will hear why, but it's a great, (laughs) great. Um, I got some like little envelopes of um, seed, nut and seed butter, like nut and seed butter to go. I got some squeeze pouches. Now, here's the here's the thing. And Andrea's oh. going to walk us through this, right? Because 
She says, look at serving size, and she'll elaborate on that. And I always have to look at the nutritional profile for squeeze pouches, knowing that my kids are going to eat two of them at least. So there are a bunch of chia ones. And I noticed that Mama Chia also now has a chia squeezer with some prebiotics. So, hey, why not? Um, I also get, there are some squeeze snacks now that are a little bit bigger for bigger kids and have like quinoa or oats or some whole grains in there too, which I like. My mind is the the emoji of the head exploding right now. (laughs) Because I thought like, okay, my kids are seven and four, like we're past pouches. But if you're saying I might be able to bring pouches back into my world- I think that would delight my children. And also just another snack option. I'll always take it. Yeah. I actually thought that only Oliver would. So I bought like, you know, bigger boxes that have like six pouches in them. I only bought two. They're gone. Like Isaac totally (laughs) went for it. I should have bought more. Yeah. He totally went for it. He's 12. Hey. Um, I got some chips and I got some like fun chips, like dragon fruit chips Mm -hmm. and banana chips. I got, I did get, (laughs) not going to go there again, Megan. I did get Barbara's cheese puffs. Listen, we're still friends. Even if we disagree about what junk food is, we're still friends. I still love you. The first bag was gone within two days of putting in the pantry. And I like went to the boys. I was like, what did you guys do? They're like, we didn't have a single bite of those. And I like, Slow motion (gasps) looked at. It was. (laughs) (laughs) He's been so busy at work, so I've been going upstairs. He was delighted, though. That's such a treat. Yeah, I went. I'd go upstairs to like watch TV or read in my room. Read. I am pretending. See how basic I am. I'm lying. I never go upstairs to read. Scroll on Instagram. I was going to scroll on Instagram (laughs) or watch Real Housewives. That's the truth, people. Wait, what's your favorite? Real Housewives. Oh my God, I cannot choose. Beverly Hills and Atlanta are my faves. Yeah. Yeah. But I can talk extensively about all of the franchises, even Potomac, which I know is like, I didn't even know that was one. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, that's like my backup podcast. That's my backup plan. Um, Okay. Another great find because they aren't eating a lot of breakfast these days. It also makes a good snack time thing. There is a brand called Flapjacked, which makes something that they call Mighty Muffins with probiotics. And they are lower sugar, high, high protein muffins in a cup, basically. Oh, we had some of those from Kodiak Cakes. Like they sent a sample. Yeah. And Ella loved them. And I forgot all about them. I need to buy some. They are like saving breakfast because Isaac is like tween sleeping hard and like needs to run out the door. And I feel good about this. And he's eating like chocolate peanut butter flavor. But it's I swear it's lower sugar. It's great. High protein and fiber. Um, One other really fun find because I'm trying to like rein in dessert a little bit. But like, I'm not big on, I'm like, we eat dessert every night, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Just to, just go for it. Um, A new brand of cocoa thin cashew cookies. They're like little cracker cookies. I got the salted caramel brand and they're delicious. Okay. You know, I tried to, what else did I get? Oh, like some puffs, some other like salt and vinegary puffs, chocolate covered almonds for a treat. 
butter crackers, a bunch of pressed fruit bars. There are several brands out these days that are just doing where that that's all that's in it. It's like, you know, Wait, is it like a fruit leather almost or but it's like thick. a dried fruit, like a pemmican, you know that? Um, I don't know that. Pemmican is an, uh first peoples na- slash Native American. I'm sorry. I should know the correct term to use here. Dish. It's basically like jerky, but with dried fruit. And oh. so it's like dried. And yeah. then it's is it a bar. thicker? Yeah. 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 It's just like that. Okay. And it like, I've come across two different brands now that literally say like, this is all that's in it. One mango and five strawberries. Wow. It's high in sugar because dried fruit is always higher in sugar. But um. My kids love them. You know, dried apple rings, popcorn, blah, blah, blah. Should I talk about my smoothie pantry? I want you to, but can I add to the uh, the idea of ordering snacks online? Because for kitchen, I recently got to try from Amazon. They have these like snack boxes and they're in, they range in price from like $25 to $30 and you can choose like healthy or just fun. They have like all these different categories. Um, So we've been trying those out for snacks in our house instead of like having to shop for them. And I will say there's some sort of like mental load thing, whether you choose Thrive, whether you choose Amazon, like to have snacks on hand and not have to think about it. I fully admit that I plan our meal, you know, I plan meals, I meal prep. And then I'm always like, oh, I forgot about snacks. Yeah. And they can be a place where if you're not careful, your husband might go out for beer and come back with $30 worth of snacks (laughs) because he was unsupervised in the grocery store. Ask me how I know. Um, <laughs> literally just happened. Yeah. But, but so the snack boxes are really interesting because the healthy ones and the just like regular ones, some have crossover products, but it was a cool way for us to try a bunch of brands that are new to us. So you, they send you this box. It, it has one to two packages of these snacks and sometimes it's different flavors, which would be my biggest complaint is that one box had one package of these gummy bears. And I was like, this is not, you cannot do this yeah, to a you're mom like, two I kids. know. Yeah, that's terrible. I'm just going to have to eat it. I'll do that. I'll <laughs> you, I mean, you take, sometimes you got to take one for the team, Megan. <laughs> yes. But things like the hip peas, the chickpea puffs, um, yeah. bean fields, which is a new to me brand. And they make like a Doritos like chip. Mm-hmm. There's like this jackpot popcorn brand, popcorn. Corners, if you're familiar with that. Oh, and yeah. My kids little, love popcorners. They look like peas. Harvest snap, harvest snaps. Like those oh, kind of snacks yes. are in there. I got those from Thrive Chew because Isaac loves those. Yeah. I, I, I like those. You do? I can't yeah. get down with those. Oliver and I try so hard, but Isaac loves them. I don't know. So I like we're, the texture. I, that's might be that's my what problem. You don't like? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or it reminds me of those peanut, those packing peanuts that dissolve in water now, those eco-friendly packing peanuts. Really? Yeah. I don't agree at all. It's so funny. He, I okay. mean, neither does Isaac, so we buy them. We're, yeah. We're fans. It's in my pantry. Spend my own money on it. Then I was surprised there are things like the, you might not, I don't know if this is a West Coast brand, but Smashmallows, they oh, make like yeah. snackable marshmallows. Yes. I was surprised because I would not pick marshmallows as a snack. 
personally. I, I wouldn't either. It's too much like sugar for, but they sell it in a little snacking pack. Anyways, too much sugar for, for my kiddos. I mean, for it's snacks. literally handing over a little bag of sugar, but if it's little and it feels like a treat, I mean, our guest today, Andrea, talks yeah. about that. Like, how can you satisfy, you know, I'm not going to steal her thunder because she was so smart about it, but like, Thinking about clever ways to satisfy their sweet tooth without derailing snack time completely, um, both in terms of getting them full and nutritionally. So maybe that's, I mean, if it's a small snack pack. Yeah, I don't know. It was really interesting. I'll share photos in our in our listeners group of what came in both of the packages and links to them. And then I'm going to write about it for Kitchen in, in October, I think. Um, so there'll be more from me then. But I want to hear from Andrea, and then I want to hear about your smoothie packs. But we need to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Made Good. Stacy, just as we make it through summer with the kids snacking us out of house and home, it's time for back to school and we have a brand new set of snack problems to solve. Tell me about it. Between having to find school-safe snacks for lunch boxes, lower sugar snacks to avoid the dreaded after-school sugar crash, and fortifying snacks to fuel after-school activities, sure is hard to find products you can just grab and go anytime, any day. That's what makes our sponsor Maygood so fantastic. Their products are free of the common allergens, made in a peanut and tree nut free facility, certified organic and non-GMO. And you didn't even mention the best part, Megan. Each individually wrapped package also contains a full serving of veggies that you 100% cannot taste. And go ahead, ask me how I know. Oh, I know how you know, sister, because made good snacks are delicious and you're not the only parent who eats them too. (laughs) With granola bars, granola minis, soft baked cookies, and crispy squares in a wide range of flavors made with only a small handful of ingredients, made good is a staple in my pantry. And mine too, which is why we're so thrilled to share this brand we trust with our listeners. To learn more about made good, go to madegoodfoods.com. Next up, you guys, we're going to hear from Andrea Mathis, who, like I said, we call Andy. (laughs) She's so smart. She's an Alabama-based registered dietitian nutritionist, and she's the owner of the healthy food blog, Beautiful Eats and Things, which is how we know her. But she just said that she launched Little Eats and Things, which is where she's going to be focusing just on younger kids. So Andrea completed her graduate studies at the University of Alabama. She worked in several different healthcare settings, including clinical and public health and long-term care. And she believes in achieving optimal health by incorporating healthier eating habits into your lifestyle and making healthy eating fun which is why we love her and invited her on because when that piece is missing guys no bueno especially when talking about snacks so we're going to hear more from andrea and we're going to just launch in where she tells us a little bit about her kitty she has two toddlers andy we are so excited to have you here because our last snack episode was literally me and Megan sharing our favorites, which we hope was helpful and people uh-huh. should listen. But yeah. it was also like, uh, yeah, we're pulling out our hair too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're a nutritionist, you're a mom, yes. you help other parents. Are you pulling out your hair as well <laughs> around <laughs> snacks in particular? Yeah, I can definitely relate. Um, I feel like my kids, they like to 
eat around the clock. So they love uh, snack time. Yep. So I'm always trying to figure out some different options for them. So it's not the same thing all the time, um, but it's also something that they will enjoy because if they don't like it, they're not going to eat it and they'll possibly throw it on the floor. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yes, I completely understand. <laughs> um, well, will you tell everybody how old your kids are so they have their bearings? Yes, I have a two-year-old son. And then I also have my oldest son. He is almost five. So um, yeah, they keep me very busy. Yeah. You're in the thick of it. That's oh, yes. prime <laughs> snack ages. Oh Definitely. my gosh. Sure. You mentioned snack time. Do you find that having designated times for snacks throughout the day is helpful? I think so. Because um, we ca- we have a routine. Well, my kids go to daycare, you know, a few days a week. And on the days that they're at home, I try to follow that same schedule that they have at mm. school, which is they eat breakfast um, and lunch there, but they also have the snacks in between meals which is great. It kind of helps to keep their energy going throughout the day. Um, It helps, you know, to sustain them. So we have that same schedule at home. So they know kind of like maybe a couple of hours after breakfast, they know that, okay, they're going to get a snack. That's so smart. That that predictability, Mm -hmm. I feel like really helps keep kids like in order, (laughs) you know, both like physically, but also mentally. Definitely. And they keep up with it. So they'll remind me, hey, it's my snack time. Of course they will. Of course yes. they will. Mm-hmm. And that probably prevents the dreaded, like, mom, I need another snack. I need yes. a snack. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can say sure. snack time is at 10 o'clock. We'll have our snack. Then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. So I want to take a step back and talk about what makes a good snack, nutritionally speaking, because so many of us have a rough sense of it, mm-hmm. but like, We want to hear from an expert. And then if you could also just touch on how that kind of shifts over the years, or or maybe it doesn't, I don't know, maybe it's just a bigger portion. Well, in my opinion, I think a good snack is one that provides, you know, a good source of vitamins, a good source of nutrients. Um, You know, we try to avoid snacks that have, you know, a high fat intake or a Mm -hmm. high um, calorie content and those that have a lot of added sugar. So we try to avoid those snacks. So um, things that have great sources of fiber, like whole grain breads and cereal, fruit and veggies, those are all great choices. And that's what I try to keep on hand for my kids. And what about natural fat, like in nuts and seeds? Oh, those are great options. Um, We still want to keep those keep the portion sizes in mind, um, you know, because those are healthy fats, but you still just want to make sure that um, about a handful or so, we keep that in mind when we're, when we're portioning out those snacks. Yes. Especially for mama. Oh yes, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Cause I can eat some, some almonds. (laughs) I love almonds and I want eat a whole bag. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I understand. Okay. So the sugar thing I get, we try Mm -hmm. to keep it low sugar. Everyone should do that. That's healthy across the ages, but here's the big, but Uh so Oliver is my younger one and he's nine and Isaac is 12. And there just comes a point where it's kind of a confluence of two things, right? So their palate changes Mm -hmm. because you end up feeding them a little more sugar, especially my 12 year old now who was such a great eater. He's kind of returning to how he like 
ate when he was younger because he has so much independence and he eats more sugar that kind of primes his palate to want it more. I'm loosening the reins and it's this perfect storm where sometimes I'm like, oh wait, like he's taking in a lot more sugar than I want. Yes. So partly I reduce the sugar, but are there other things I can do to kind of mitigate how his body is processing the sugar so we don't get those? Because let me tell you, a sugar crashing 12-year-old tween is like (laughs) not it's not a good look. It's like a preschooler crashing too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And oh uh, yeah. And and that's like as they grow and you know to those adolescent years, you know, their appetites are going to increase and they're going to want more snacks and it may be a taste for more sweet or more savory things, but um you know, in your case, you know, he seems to want more more sweet things. Yeah. So I know I would um suggest like you can still provide some of those sweet tastes, but maybe just kind of pull back a little bit. Um, Like my kids, they love apples and we all love chocolate in this house. So a lot of times I will make something called like the apple nachos, where I will get apple slices and drizzle just a small amount of the chocolate on top, maybe with a few nuts on top. And it gives them that sweet taste, but not so much at one time. Yeah, that's so smart. And does the fiber from the fruit like also help prevent that sugar crash from the little bit of chocolate, like the little bit of sugar that's mm-hmm. in the chocolate? Yes, the fiber, you know, actually, you know, helps to sustain them and keep them full for a little bit longer until like the next meal time. So it's great to have that source of fiber um, with your snacks. So it's good to pair those two together. Um, so yeah, so that would be a great pairing. And it's just something um, that I think your kid may, may enjoy if you try it. <laughs> yeah, I uh-huh. feel like he would love that. Yeah, yeah, my <laughs> kids love it. I know, I'm like, I'm going to put do I mean, that and put sprinkles on it. You yes, know that yes. I was going to say that, right? That just a little such bit. such a cute idea. So fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, okay, thinking about homemade snacks. Yes. And I do, we're, we definitely always want to get back to homemade, but mm-hmm. in reality, a lot of us are really leaning on store-bought snacks. Yes. So when, if someone's going to look at the nutritional label, mm-hmm. like I always try to help parents just make it as simple and quick as possible. Yeah. And I just feel like there's so much information on labels these days. Like, are there like two or three things you want to look for if there's a new to you snack that you spy in the supermarket and you're like, oh, is this something I want to get? Well, of course, I would say uh, look at the serving size, because Mm. a lot of times when we pick up those packages, we assume that the um, nutrition facts are for the entire package. Yeah. And that's usually not the case. You want (laughs) to see how uh, what's considered a serving size. So I feel like that's like the most important. And then, of course, you can look at the calorie content. Um, You know, I like to, to just have a general guideline of that. Um, also protein. I like to make sure that that it has a great source of protein. Like I said, protein and fiber are those things that are really going to kind of hold them over to that next meal. So I like to look at those things. Um, Sugar content, that's another thing that you want to look for just to make sure that it you know, that it doesn't have too much sugar because uh, you don't want them to crash. Like you said before, you know, that you don't want that to happen. So oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So those are some things that I, that I do look for when I'm looking at those food labels, but definitely that serving size, because it can get a little bit tricky. I, mm-hmm. it's funny because I've written about labels before and I've talked about this before and you yes. hit on most of the points that I try to hit on, yes. but I, 
literally have never once suggested that you look at serving size, <laughs> which is like now I'm like, that's really dumb. Yeah, but it's also, so true. It's yeah. also funny because isn't there there are a couple snacks that you buy for Oliver and Isaac where they will eat the whole package? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and they, because they're growing and they don't look at serving size. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, oh, I'm going to grab the bag of crackers and yes. eat the whole bag. So do you suggest parents like, parcel out serving sizes from their their favorite crackers or store-bought snacks so that kids get a sense of what a serving size should be? Yes. Like I, um, and it also helps to keep costs down. I like to buy my snacks in bulk. Mm-hmm. So like I'll buy Smart. like bulk bags of um, the crackers, you know, pretzels. Um, and then a lot of times because my kids love to help me in the kitchen, we'll get the little snack baggies and they're helping me put the portions into the snack baggie. So they're aware of what a a serving size is and what the the portion should be. Um, And they were putting them into the little snack baggies. And then I put those away. So anytime they want a snack, they know to just grab one of those bags. That's so smart. I feel like Oliver would love that task Uh too, honestly. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's nine. I think he'd be pretty psyched. Yeah. I need two bags. I know. Well, that's what I was going to say. The only problem with once he gets to nine, he is one of those kids who needs to be kept busy all the time. Yes. But he might sneak in a few extra handfuls. Yeah. <laughs> like, that isn't enough. Uh-huh. So, Andy, do you eat the same snacks that your kids eat? We get a question. We get questions mm-hmm. all the time about like, okay, okay, kids snacks, but like, what can I keep in my purse for when I'm running around after school and I'm starving and I need to eat something before dinner? Um. Well, I actually do eat a lot of the snacks that my kids eat. <laughs> it's no shame, no shame. I know. And it's because it's so convenient, but my kids, they love nuts and I do too. So, um, so usually that's something that, you know, we're, we're eating together. Um, but there are times like I might uh, use the same ingredients, but to make different snacks for me and the kids, like they love the peanut butter and the celery stick. They love yeah. that. So they'll have that, but I might put me a little peanut butter maybe on a whole grain toast, and that's my snack. That's so, smart. Yeah, it's kind of like using the same ingredients, but making two different snacks. Yeah, because I'm not really into the celery and peanut butter yeah, thing. I'm just going to yeah. say that. But they love I'm just it. Yeah. I think it's so good. I, I, yeah. I'm going to put a steak in the ground. It's not my thing. I know. Oh, I that's know. fine. <laughs> I fully admit I haven't made it in years. And I think yes. more recently we did celery with cream cheese in okay. it rather than peanut butter. And my yes. kids were really into that. Oh, that Yeah, that's a good yeah. combination as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little fiber, a little protein. Yes. I feel like, and I know we have to be sensitive because there are so many peanut allergies, but in my house, when we don't have a friend over Oliver, one of Oliver's best friends has a nut allergy. So we're just very aware of it. But when Mm -hmm. it's safe, I feel like peanut butter is a lifesaver and almond butter too. We're constantly putting it in smoothies which mm-hmm. actually, I know smoothies are super on trend, oh, yes. but I just recently started hearing, you know, when anything's on trend, there's always going to be mm-hmm. a counter trend, right? Yes, That's how you keep mm-hmm. the media interesting. Yes. <laughs> um, so I've been reading all this stuff about how smoothies are packed with sugar and like, they're not as good as they seem. And again, going back to the portion size Mm -hmm. that people are pouring these tall, like highball glasses full of smoothies. And actually you should probably be drinking half. Yeah. What do you think of all that? Well, I feel like, 
um, if you make your own smoothies at home, you can kind of eyeball the portion size for one. And then also you, you can determine what you put in those smoothies, you know, so you don't have to fill it with sugar. You can uh, maybe just use the natural sweetness from the fruit, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we do. Like we make a lot of strawberry banana smoothies, maybe add some spinach in. Yeah. Um, and we do that, which it will still sweeten the smoothie, but it doesn't have the added sugar that you may have from a smoothie, say, if you get from a store or maybe even the prepackaged ones from the grocery store. So, um, yeah, so I say make your own smoothies. And a good tip and what we like to do is to um, you can also put them into popsicle mode um, to make popsicle uh, smoothie snacks. And so um, you can like uh, they can have that as a snack versus sipping on a smoothie. You know, it's just like another way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that and turn the leftover smoothies that don't get finished into popsicles. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. And I just threw out smoothie yesterday. No, Why? You gotta keep I don't know. Guys, it was yes. the first day of school yesterday. <laughs> I was frazzled. <laughs> it I was such a great game. snack. I was off such my a game. great snack. Yeah. And sometimes I'll add something to like I'll add a, a handful more chia seeds or yeah. like a little more milk if it's not very much of a smoothie, if it's like not enough to uh-huh. fill the popsicle mold and then do that. So they're always on hand. But Andy, I think you do bring up a good point about Mm -hmm. the store-bought smoothies versus homemade because uh, we were at an airport recently and I was looking through the like smoothie menu at the smoothie joint Mm -hmm. and my kids were like, "Mm, strawberry lemonade smoothie Mm, like this. (laughs) And I was like, wait, hold on. Like, let's go through it. A lot of them had sherbet added. Yes. Which is, it's like, like half what? ice cream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's basically a milkshake. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh, mm-hmm. for better or worse. They are delicious. They so, are delicious. It's true. I understand why people are drawn to them. <laughs> oh, yes. I understand, too. And it's not even that it's bad. It's know what you're getting into. The problem is that there's this disconnect. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the same thing with muffins, mm-hmm. because Megan and I have spoken about this on the podcast before. For muffins are usually just not iced cupcakes. Yes, like it's they a naked a, cupcake. Yeah, <laughs> naked. Yeah, <laughs> right. But like, if you think you're eating a muffin, if you think you're drinking a smoothie, that mentally you do a different calculation through the day. If you're mm-hmm. the kind of person who's, you know keeping rough track either for yourself or for your kids. You're like, Mm -hmm. oh, that was a slightly lower sugar, quote unquote, healthier snack. So yeah, sure. Dessert. But actually, if you'd had a smoothie with sherbet, like maybe, (laughs) maybe that was dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not. Be careful with those choices. Totally. Mm -hmm. So what are your favorite store-bought go-to brands? Like let's, the rubber needs to hit the road here. We need Uh snacks. Tell us what to buy. Tell us what to buy. Well, a few of my favorite, like I love the Stonyfield brand. They have like the the yogurt and they also have the smoothies that are prepackaged, but a lot of theirs contain um, a lower amount of sugar and they also contain veggies. So I like to buy those a lot for my kids and they love them. They're, They're really good. And then what about the bulk aisle? What do you typically mm-hmm. grab there? Yeah, you mentioned crackers yes. and pretzels in bulk, but are uh-huh. there other things you buy like dried fruit? Yes, we love, uh, of course, the crackers. We try to keep some pretzels on hand. They love the mini pretzels. Um, I do buy in bulk like a bag of peanuts. Sometimes I will get the uh, the bigger bag of the dried cranberries or their favorite. Um, sometimes I keep raisins on hand and I will portion those out. So, um, you know, or sometimes I will make like a, a homemade trail mix 
and, you know, combine all those items together and, and again, portion those out um, for them to have for later. And are your kids old enough that they make their own? Do you let them like mix it up themselves? Well, maybe yeah. the five-year-old, but that two-year-old can't be trusted. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> he will eat every ingredient before it goes into that bowl. Yep. So yep. I can't trust him. Uh, but yes, <laughs> my older son can help uh, with me there. But yeah, my two-year-old, he is wild. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I love it. The lip, some, yeah. not I have a wild preschooler too. Yeah. Yeah. I just have um, a wild younger one, guys. Sorry. Uh-huh. I think yes. it just sticks yeah. with them. Yeah. <laughs> it does, right? <laughs> All right. So we're talking like, I mean, these are the basics. This is what I think. I think parents get tripped up a lot mm-hmm. of times thinking that they need to constantly reinvent the wheel. But actually, I mean, kids like to snack. There are only mm-hmm. so many snacks, especially yeah. if you're trying to keep a mind towards that like fiber, protein, sugar ratio, right? So we're talking like nuts and pretzels and simple chips that don't have a lot of things added, Mm -hmm. you know, your favorite like granola bars, trail mixes. It's the basics. Yeah. And low fat dairy. Low Um, fat dairy. Yes. That's right. So you just need to like people, we just need to go back to basics and like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. Yeah. Simple is the best way to go. I have one more very specific question that came from a thread in our listeners group, actually, about nutritional requirements for athletic kids. So kids who are leaving school and they're going to like two hours of gymnastics or basketball or soccer, Mm -hmm. what are like some key nutrition points for those kids to hit with snacks or those parents to hit for their kids for snacks? Or is it really just about like bigger portion sizes? Okay. Well, sure. Cause, um, I actually just signed my, uh, oldest son up for baseball. So uh-huh. um, yes. Yeah, so I'm uh, <laughs> trying to figure out the, the best uh, methods for him as well. But, um, one thing, you know, we do have to remember that with the sports, you know, they, they're going to have higher energy needs and higher fluid needs. Yeah. So we have to make sure, um, you know, that we do keep, you know, the snacks on hand that has the vitamin and minerals, uh, particularly calcium. So that's one thing. Yeah. When you're choosing snacks for athletes, I try to make sure that you choose things that may have a higher source of calcium to help build those strong bones. Oh, that makes Um, sense. I never thought of it. Uh So like, uh, you know, things like milk, yogurt, cheese, even broccoli, you know, that's going to have a source of calcium. And then you want to make sure that, you know, you have those on hand that they can maybe have a snack before they go to their practices or before games. And then you also want to make sure, of course, protein, that you have a great source of protein uh, with your snacks. And then um, in carbs, you know, people are kind of afraid of carbs, but, you know, for kids with athletes, we have to make sure that they do have those carbs in to help um, give them the energy that they need to perform. And is that like right before practice? I mean, I've heard the term carb loading, but I am far from being an athlete. So... (laughs) I have yeah. no real idea. <laughs> I've heard I've heard of the carb loading too, and and there's no need for that. You don't need to carb load before a game or before a big practice. You just need to make sure they have a sensible snack yeah. um, that you know that has have a, a great amount of the the right source of carbohydrates in those snacks. But I, yeah, I've heard of that because carb loading that can kind of do the opposite, make them crash and not you know, perform as well. I would oh. think so. Right. Mm-hmm. That's probably if you're like super pro, I don't know. Maybe I not. think that's like for marathoners yeah, and I think I they do know. it the night before. Yeah. So they have like a boost uh, or a, uh, what is the word? My goodness. 
We take they have boost. a reserve. Okay. Reserve. Yes. A reserve yeah. of carbs to burn while they're running their marathon. Now, I have a question about this idea of hy- of snacks that are hydrating. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite hydrating snacks? I think immediately of watermelon, but are there other things? Well, yeah, portion of fruit, um, that's a good choice um, because it does, you know, contain the, you know, some extra fluid for, that they need. Um, but you can't you just, you can also just, you know, give them water or give them, you know, fluids in addition to the snack to provide them with the hydration that they need because it is an, um, an increased requirement. So they may not get exactly all the fluids that they need, you know, with those snacks. So yeah. just providing that extra water on the side. Um, some people like sports drinks, but to me, it depends on the activity level. You know, if they need that sports drink or not, my child, he's playing t-ball and he, you know, I just give him water. Um, they're yeah. not they're yeah. not out there for extended hours playing, yeah. so he doesn't get a sports drink. But it just depends on that activity level, right? And mm-hmm. actually, what about chocolate milk? I saw for a while that was going around as a, I don't even remember if it was a pre or post workout. Mm-hmm. I think more for grownups. But I remember reading something about like the dairy, the protein, the sugar combination is good for when you're going to be active. Yeah, and that that is a good choice. Um, you can maybe have that before yeah. a, a game or even after um, the game. But I just again recommend that that they look at those uh, nutrition labels to make yeah. sure that it's not filled with with um, too much sugar, but you can also make your own chocolate yes. milk at home, you know, so um, it'd be a lot cheaper too. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. I like your eye on our wallets. Yes. Yes. yes I appreciate that. saving money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of homemade snacks, can you just, you shared the apple nachos, which is genius uh-huh. um, and homemade trail mix. What are some of your other like really simple go-tos and can you make them in bulk? Or are you making them every single day? Well, okay. We like the trail mix because you can make so many different variations for that. So, um, so that's one of our go-to. Sometimes we make a savory one. Um, you know, we may just have, um, you know, like some crackers, some pretzels, maybe adding a little, uh, garlic powder in there, like for a touch of flavor. Then we have the sweet trail mix. Um, you know, we love popsicles. So I mentioned that one. That's something that, that we like to make year round, not just like during the summertime. Yeah, you're yeah. in Alabama though, yeah, I so know. I feel like you get away with that a little bit yeah. more. But that is a good one. I yeah. feel like I'm in Idaho, so maybe ten months of the year I can okay. get away with homemade yes. popsicles. Yes, yes. So we we do love that, and then uh, we also like toast because you can add so many things to toast. Um, so like whether it's the peanut butter or even cream cheese, fruit. Um, you know, so we like making different types of toast for snacks as well. Yes. And on the cream cheese, we do veggie cream cheese on toast a lot. Mm -hmm. My kids are really into that. And I've recently remembered to like make it in bulk. Like when I have Uh the food processor out and I'm grating all the veggies, like I just make a bunch Mm -hmm. and then freeze it flat in a zip top bag and you can kind of score it into portions on the bag and then just break off what you need for toast. And that's been a game changer for snacks in our house because I feel like they're getting a little protein from the cream cheese and then they're getting some fiber and nutrients from the veggies. Yes. And they like it. Of course. And another favorite that we like are uh, Greek yogurt dips. So we'll like me like add some peanut butter to some Greek yogurt, kind of stir it up and they can dip from that or even maybe do Greek yogurt and a fruit and just kind of make it into a dip and 
My kids love that. That's right up Stacey's mm-hmm. alley. She's oh, a yes. Greek yogurt. Oh, I'm, I'm a yeah, Greek, yogurt. Greek yogurt. Yeah, we're super into it. <laughs> and that and that also you control the sweetness. You can make it in bulk. You can yes. put it in a little to-go uh, container. Yes, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I am going to just say on the snack front, I recently, my lease on my car was up and I got a new car and mm-hmm. I am being vigilant about no snacks in the car. Oh, I could not okay. believe how disgusting my backseat was. Yeah. I was like, are you guys bears? Recu- like, what are you not? Like, are you like squirrels, like yeah. nibbling? What is happening? That's, yeah, that's how my backseat looks right now. And I'm just, I need to clean it up. And I know I do, but I feel like they're going to get it dirty again. So I what's know. Well, and then Oliver had, he wore brand new sneakers to school Uh and somebody, a friend of his stepped on them and he came home and he was a little bit annoyed that they were scuffed. And he was like, I was like, oh baby, it's just like they're sneakers. Let's not take it too seriously. Cause he's kind of learning from his brother. Who's a sneakerhead Mm -hmm. to be super intense about it. Uh, And he's like, no, I know mom, I'm not going to be like Isaac about my sneakers. It's just kind of like you and your new car. <laughs> like oh, I'm going to okay. be like serious about it for like a couple weeks, but then you know, you're going to let us eat snacks in the back. Oh no. Yeah, oh he's my gosh. He's, he's already plotting. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, they are right. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're hilarious. <laughs> well, we've loved having you on. We'll link, we'll of course, link to um, beautiful you. eats and things. And yes. you have a new project little eats and things is that right yeah we'll link to all that i guess little eats and things oh i'm having so much fun with that it's just another outlet um it's similar to the format of beautiful eats and things but it's just for kids um you know so that we have all that fun in a separate uh website you know i didn't want to combine it with beautiful eats and things awesome Mm -hmm. so we'll make sure to link to both of those and your gorgeous instagram yes and so beautiful yeah thank you so much thank you for talking Sandy. I had so much fun. Thank you. I know we said it when we were talking with Andrea, but I just want to reiterate that her Instagram at beautiful eats and things is so beautiful. And I love that she has a whole highlight that's about being a curvy nutritionist. Like she's breaking the mold on that thin white woman nutritionist. And I am here for it. I love speaking with her. She's so great. We're definitely going to have to have her back. I know. She said she might want to come back. Uh, I mean. We'll have her all the time. I'll take her all the time. So we did talk to her about smoothies. Yeah. And I loved her popsicle tip, which I need to remember to do more. And you do too. Get uh, back on I it. I clearly really do. Now that you have your um, pantry, your smoothie pantry. Uh, Is that what you yeah. call it? What do you call it? Well, I think that Catherine McCord called it that. So I call it that. But Catherine McCord lives in Los Angeles and I live in Brooklyn. So space. Your smoothie apothecary. I have like, no. Oh yeah. <laughs> that would be the hipster version. But that's. You are in Brooklyn. That's in Portland or Boise because okay, you guys okay. are both hipsters like Brooklyn, but you have space like Los Angeles. So I literally have a smoothie shelf. Um <laughs> Because space is not something we have in abundance here in New York City. But I really felt like I told myself that if I invested in a bunch of ingredients and like reinstalled a few apps, like restarted, because I love watching Catherine's smoothie project videos. Yeah. And I think she has a book coming out. Oh, are she we going to talk January. to her? Yeah. I hope so. We're yeah. going to ask her to come on the show for sure. Yeah. 
But I, you know, like, I'm like, oh, that sounds delicious. And then when it's time to make a smoothie, I just recently have been defaulting to the same old like strawberry banana thing. So, you know, and we've talked about this in the episode about with row of brown kids about saving money that I consider myself a maximalist. You're a minimalist. Um, Oh, it was also condoing your kitchen. Yeah. We talked about that. Right. Where Mm -hmm. we talked about how I think of like get the tool and then you use it and you're like, no, like that's not how it works. (laughs) You build the habit first and then maybe you get the tool. Right. Then you invest the money. For me, I think again, because I totally acknowledge that I'm coming from a place of place of privilege, but I also grew up with like, don't waste food. So if I buy this stuff because I can put that money up front and take that risk, but then I tend to feel guilty if I waste it. So then I get like, I get better that like kicks me into high gear to make sure that I'm like using it up and not putting that money or that food to waste. So that was my thinking. I reorganized my pantry and I created a space in my freezer. And in the freezer is where I'm keeping not just frozen fruits and vegetables. Cause you know, I'm famous for my added frozen cauliflower. I know. I'm also keeping my raw cashews in there raw almonds in the freezer, and then some of those uh, seeds that can go rancid. So sunflower seeds, flax seeds, hemp seeds. I had one other. Oh, and chia. Yeah. Do you do the Catherine tip of, she does these like smoothie boost jars where she layers like all the seeds and nuts and stuff that she might use in one smoothie into little jars and then sashes those in the freezer. So in the morning, she doesn't have to do a bunch of measuring. Yeah. So that's like the smoothie packs that I posted like on my YouTube channel a thousand years ago that actually I think might be on my new, (laughs) I might be on my new. A thousand years ago. Oh my gosh. Cause I, cause so if you look at my videos, it's funny. Like I've gone through every weight. My kids have gone through every age and I've, like reposted some of them recently. And I'm like, people are going to be confused. They're like, isn't that kid a teenager now? And he's like six in that video. (laughs) So that's why I say it that way. But I do like, if you have the space for it, I like Catherine's update on it because the idea of dumping the jar and then having something that you can pour the smoothie into already ready is very smart. So smart right? So that does make it convenient. I still need to, when I do it, put it in baggies because I just don't have the room in my freezer. My freezer's maxed out. Yeah. I'm Um, assuming that Catherine has like a garage, a bonus freezer, as we might call it. Yeah. Yeah. And you do too. You could do it, right? I could do it. (laughs) (laughs) You could. I do have some like smoothie packs of just like fruits and veggies yeah. in my freezer that I made in August that I still haven't used. So yeah. well then it's not for you. Hey, we can't all do everything. I need to get back on the wagon of smoothies though. And cause at least Emmett, my youngest, he loves a smoothie. My daughter, she's not, so, it's, it's that thing that like we talked about with the mom hour actually um, on our interview we did there where it's like, I forget to make things just because I like them. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make a smoothie because no one else will eat it, but I should, I should. And maybe I need a smoothie apothecary in my 
<laughs> tiny kitchen. I think that maybe you do. And then like, I even got some crazy things. So my kids love beets and I used to put beets in, um, into smoothies because I'll pre-roast a bunch. We love them that much. Like I'll put them in my salad at lunch and then it'll be just like lightly dressed. That will be our side for dinner. But they're just like not, I mean, you can always get beets, but they're not like in season now. I'm just not in the habit. In the winter, it'll be different. So I got some beet powder. Yes. I actually meant to tell you that when you had an Instagram story, this was several weeks ago now, where you were like, I made this smoothie and why is it this weird like gray color? I meant to tell you that for a long time, I was putting beet and spinach powder in smoothies to make them look more appealing for my kids. Oh, that's so great. Cause yeah, it was delicious and it was like gray. Yeah. It was an unappealing gray. It looked good in a bag or shoes, but it was <laughs> it wasn't good to eat. <laughs> Or on a wall call. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, totally. I just like, I just zoned out for a minute thinking about a gray purse that I have that I love (laughs) that I haven't used in a while. Oh, it's smoothie gray. Anyway, Mm. um, so I got like cacao powder. Yes. Like saying cacao. Wait, do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. How is that different than cocoa? Cocoa. Uh, That's a really great question, but they are different. I think it might be the processing of the of the cocoa oh, interesting. nuts. Yeah. Okay. Um cuz cacao powder really isn't that sweet at all. Right? I guess neither is natural and cocoa maybe, powder. Maybe it has less like cocoa fat in it. Yes, cocoa that, butter. I bet you that's what it is too. Oh, that's an interesting we one. We should do some investigating. And that actually reminds me that um, one of our listeners gave us an update in the listeners group about the caffeine episode because I misspoke on something. Oh. Which is, I was like, oh, I should pull up the listeners group so I can give credit where it's due. I want to say it's our friend Erin Romer. I love Erin. She's such a active, fantastic, like, part of our community. Yes. And this is the thing I like about the listeners group is that people give us feedback. Yeah, it was Erin Romer. She said, and she linked to an article. So if you're not in the Facebook group, you should join. She just said that it's actually contrary to what I said. The darker roast has less caffeine than the lighter roast, which is interesting because you like the blonde roast. (laughs) I do. (laughs) That's so funny because I worked out with Mike the other day. My trainer's on vacation, so I went with him. And he is so strong these days. He's been working really hard for like over a year and I'm strong too, but like I, my energy really wavers. And he was like, oh my gosh, we should do this more often because it reminds me why you're so annoying that you just like get up and go and keep going, 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 going until the end of the day. Cause he comes home from work and he wants to chill. And I'm like, yeah, there's this and there's this, oh wait, you never emailed me back about this. He's like, girl, (laughs) your stamina is crazy. And maybe it's cause I'm drinking blood. You're I brought it caffeine. back. Yes, I'm jacked I love up it. on caffeine. Sorry, I feel like I interrupted you telling us what's in your stash, oh, no. in your pantry. That's good. But, Spirulina. But, I mean, who else is going to buy that but me and Catherine McCord? I mean, you know, we don't need to go over. Will you be able it. to link to the things in Thrive Market on show notes? Because I want to know. I would love to do that. You know what else? I was planning on doing a little pantry tour to share the snacks. Oh, fun. Although I feel like <laughs> there's a laundry list of things where we're like, we'll share in stories and then we forget to. <laughs> hey, that's why people but, have to join the listeners group true. to keep us accountable. Keep us on it. 
All right, guys, guys you like what we guys, say? Gals, <laughs> guys, folks, and gals, folks. I forget that it's not really cool to say guys anymore. It um, isn't. It's not. It was never cool. But we did it anyways. <laughs> we did it anyway. You know better, you do better. We know it's bad. Okay. That's right. So what? you're going to share that I'm gonna the share list that. in show notes slash maybe you'll do an IGTV on Stacey Billis. Yes. At Stacey Billis. Because you've do been that. doing a lot more of those and I'm loving them. You are? Yeah. And it inspired me. I actually like a couple of weeks ago posted what what kind of like asking my followers where I'm at Megan underscore blonde, what kind of IGTV they would want from me. Maybe in 2020, I'll get to it. Um, and mostly because I had Ella in the video with me. They're like, we just want to see Ella, honestly. <laughs> I was like, okay, burn. Yeah. Thanks, also, guys. she just wants to be doing it herself, too. <laughs> I'm kidding. She loves doing it with you. She, but she's like, very... also made a five-minute video of her making s'mores salad, which is exactly what you think it is. It's like mm, chocolate and okay. green crackers and marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that's a that's a questionable. That's I love, a, I with love a her question. enthusiasm. Yeah. She's so cute. Um, and they want to see you baking. Come on. I feel like no, they want to see Ella. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll but figure it so out. But you're so cute. You're too. gonna give us a pantry tour. I'll give us a pantry tour. Somewhere. I'm at Stacy Billis. You are at Megan underscore Swan, and everyone needs to join Facebook to keep us accountable. Please. Uh, those we are those are the bullet points. We need it. We um, need it. <laughs> so I want to hear quickly, what is in your pantry? Since we last spoke about snacks, have you made any new discoveries? Nothing. There There's any, nothing, nothing in my pantry. Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing in your pantry. Okay. And so that's the and end, guys. That's the end and of the bye. Show. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just feel like I, in that that vein of like, I'm a minimalist, is like, I don't branch out a lot on snacks. I feel sometimes like And especially right now, as we're heading into holiday content for kitchen, I have a little bit of like food burnout where it's like, I don't want to think about new things, but, and this might be a great, I love it. I just discovered this new Instagram. Let me, let me find it for us, which is all of the like packaged thing, like just junk food and they like report on it. Let me find it. Uh, Like on new things. Cause I follow a couple of. Like new junk food. Like every time there's a new new Oreo flavor. It's called At the Impulse Buy. Ooh, that sounds really good. So it's things like Zappos, uh, fried pickles that you can get in the freezer section. (laughs) That's that's intense. You guys, I feel like this is just so revealing of me. The Impulse Buy? The Impulse Buy. Compiler of bad things for you. Photos of new and discontinued junk food and fast food. I know that's not really snack related, but I just, it, I can't. It is. Some people, I, listen, we're not judging what your snacks are. My snacks at home are like popcorn and hard boiled eggs and fruit and hummus. I work from home, so it's really easy. And my kids aren't in sports, so it's really easy to just do like cheese and crackers, which I will shout out Cabot because I cannot understate how much having the cracker stackers, is yes. that what they call them? Snack yes. cracker. The pre-sliced cheese in our fridge, like how that has changed Ella's lunch packing and snack time because the kids fully help themselves to those things. Totally. And that's really where I'm trying to lead snack time by buying the like snack boxes from Amazon and by keeping the cabot on hand and then other things like apples and yogurt, like Prepackaged yogurt is like I need them to autopilot after school and get their own snack. 
And I have to tell you, also related to those snack stackers, what are they called officially? Because guys, we did not plan this extra shout out yeah, for no. them. We're just flying by the seat of our pants here. And I have to say that like even the difference between their blocks and the pre-cut cheeses, if there's a block in there, my boys won't grab the cheese as part it's of their like snack. It's like they can't see it. Yeah. That's what, even for my husband, he's yeah. like, oh, there's, I'm like, no, there is cheese. You just have to cut it. Yeah. Yes. He's they, like, no. No cut. No, they don't want to do that. <laughs> and Isaac will make his lunch. They call them cheese melts and it's disgusting because he refuses to open the stove or the oven. So he does it in the microwave, but he is so happy with himself and they do that for lunch or a snack, which makes me happy because then okay, fine, you're grabbing for that sugary, your second sugary granola bar or whatever it is, or, you know, chocolate chips. And you're going to also have some cheese and whole grains and a piece of toast. Now I'm not feeling, you know, so preoccupied. Also, it will make you fuller longer. So you're not going to ask me for snacks 5,000 times. You're only going to ask me for snacks 500 times so between once now again, and dinner. Shout out to cheese. Shout out to <laughs> cheese and any cheese that makes it easier for your kids to include that on their own. Yes. Yes. Oh I do God. think we should start a thread in the listeners group about mom snacks. Our friend Tony, who um, is at Lifestyle with Sydney and Co., I think I'm going to always mess that up, um, who's done some brand photography for us and some food photos for us. She was saying that's her biggest struggle is like, snacks for herself. She knows what her kids like, but she forgets what she likes. So we should sort of thread in there. Yeah. And also, okay. I, you hate when I do this, but before we sign off, let's do a very quick lightning round. Yes. Yes. Megan, It's happening. I don't hate when you do it. I love it. I feel a little off my game today. I'm like, what is in my pantry? I have no idea. I don't even like food, but here I am hosting a podcast. I don't have it all figured out, you guys. That's that's what it is. Oh, okay. you don't, Megan? The rest of us do. Lightning round. <laughs> Your go-to snacks, Stacey. Okay. snacks is what we should call them. Ha-bam. Uh, plain Greek yogurt, not non-fat, usually 2%, with a little bit of cherry preserves and pecans. You've heard it before. Sorry, people. As I said, I'm you pretty predictable. You, I, I still love, love it. it. Should I be another segment. <laughs> I still love it. I still love it. Following up, I still love it. I have been grilling chicken breasts. This is so not like sexy at all. I've been grilling chicken breasts to have on hand because like by the time the kids come home, I don't know. I'm just, I'm hungry all the time yeah. and I need to like do better. And, and you're I'll trying just, to stay away from like hot, heavy protein or Heavy, heavy, heavy carbs. carbs. Yeah, yeah. I just crash. And like, I cannot crash at three o'clock. Like that's when I need to go, like my energy needs up to go up. So um, plain chicken breast with some of those like pre-sliced cheese, like just a little bit to keep me going. It's not like the most delicious snack. So it's not necessarily emotionally satisfying, but it makes me so truly genuinely sated that then like I forget in a minute because I'm I'm not hungry. Um and if I'm really craving something sweet, which I tend to do before I have my period, like I'll pair that with like a small matcha latte or a chai tea or something with some honey. Yeah. To give me that little sweet something. 
and also smoothies. I've been back now that I have this pantry and I've spent you all this money. To. You have to I eat the have smoothies. To. So I make the kids smoothies um, and myself one at the same time. Those are great snacks. What about you? Okay, I will say I have a bulk batch of zu- chocolate zucchini muffins Ooh, that I nice. put in the freezer. Two of our neighbors had like so much zucchini and brought us zucchini and tomatoes. And I was like, you guys, I, it's too much for my family. My kids are not into the chocolate zucchini muffins, but I am into them. Okay. Um, I made a batch of these sweet potato muffins that I wrote about on the kitchen, which have like grated sweet potatoes in them and they have Parmesan and thyme and they're really delicious. So I've been doing a lot of muffins for snacks. Yeah. Savory muffins, sweet muffins. I um, am a long time eater of a square of chocolate, two dates, and the dates are filled with peanut butter or almond butter. That's one of my go-to afternoon snacks. Yum. Speaking of mug cakes, I've been doing the, this is like not nutritious snacks. I'm just like, this is That's what fine. I need in the this afternoon. This is what we're doing. Is like mug cakes. And so I'm kind of excited to see the brand you ordered from Thrive, the prepackaged ones, because I've just been making them at home, but maybe there's something... Um, more protein rich that I can be having in the afternoon. Cause I do right before I have to go get Ella, I'm like, Oh, I need something to get through the rest of the afternoon. Totally. A little bit of sugar. I still do carbs, but I think having some protein would be really helpful. Totally. Um, and then you also inspired me, man, I was listening to an, a super old episode, Stacy, from last year <laughs> when you were like, Oh, tostadas. Oh yeah. You buy the little tortilla, already crisp tortilla flats. And do like refried beans from a can and melt some cheese on the top. I've been doing that for like quick lunch snack. That is a great, I never do that for a snack, but that's a really good snack just to have one. Yeah. And that would go nicely with my grilled chicken too. Like if I, because sometimes I just eat like such a small lunch, like on the run and like that could be like a heftier snack. I mean, that's the thing is that also- very often, and I don't know if this is because I've been working from home so long, my snacks and lunch kind of like there's a gray they into area. Each other. But, yeah. That's exactly when I have the tostada. Like sometimes yeah. I'll work through what I've time blocked as my lunch, yeah. or maybe I'll use my lunch to do things like pay bills and send emails and stuff that I need to for PTA. And then I'm like, oh, it's two o'clock. I can't really have a full lunch yes. right now, but if I don't eat something, I'm going to be so angry at everyone when they come on. Totally. And so cranky. And so tostadas have been a go-to and then toast. Like Andrew was talking about toast loaded with stuff, whether it's like avocado toast or cheese toast. I don't microwave my cheese uh, toast. I know. Oliver I mean, why would you? Oh my God. Please. I just put it in the broiler. But I guess you know. we say we don't judge people, but come on. It's just we like, judge our own children. We do. And I'm sorry, <laughs> like there's just cheese and bread are so it's like the most delicious thing if that you, you just can get a little texture. Of yeah, like melty that you can cheese put together. and crispy bread. Yeah, so simply, why would you ruin it and make it soggy? Okay, I don't I'm know. Done. I'm now. I need to go because cheese, I need to box. go toast some bread <laughs> and have some tomato slices from one of our oh, vegetable so gardening good. neighbors and cheese. That's what I'm doing. Do it, Mama. Well, everybody else should go find us as Didn't I Just Feed You on Instagram and Facebook, where they can also join that private listeners group we've been talking about. You will be prompted with a question, and the answer is either whiskey or painkiller. We'll take any answer, actually. Tell us your favorite (laughs) cocktail. 
Most importantly, subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You so you don't miss an episode. Seriously, right where you're listening right now, press subscribe. And if you like what you hear, what you heard today, tell your friends, leave us a review on iTunes. Stacy and I text each other reviews back and forth. It really boosts our morale. We love it. We love it. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge thank you to our editors, Jeremy and Samantha Gatsik, and the entire fantastic team at Counterweight Creative. I am Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well fed until next week. Don't forget to smash all five stars on iTunes. Or leave us a review.